Welcome to another episode with Loans Elevated. My name is Brock Lassig, top 1% loan officer nationwide. And I'm TJ Heidenreich. Together we bring the latest news, strategies, and insights in the mortgage and real estate industry. So that brings us into the next thing. So we've, we covered Fed, inflation, last is recession. So recession, we found, usually follows the first tick up on the unemployment rate. Now everyone's like, whoa, what are you talking about? I see a bunch of reports that the employment's the best it's been in years, all-time highs. Well, Very politically charged reports and yep. stuff we hear. It's like at record yeah. lows, historic yeah, lows. Low that yeah, yeah. That, that's a scary sign. In For sure. So yeah. every time, every recession we've been in the past, the first tick up from the low of the unemployment rate leads us into recession. So this is a super, super zoomed bounce in. Bounce back, bounce back. Yeah, yeah. Let's just show that yeah. here on the slide. The horizontal gray lines are recession, yep. and the blue line is, is the unemployment rate. So what you notice is like even go back clear to like the late 70s, you see a tick up very, very shortly after we see inflation. We see a tick up here and instantly we're in a recession. Tick up here, recession. Tick up here, recession. Tick up here, recession. I mean, obviously COVID, recession. So, and it's, it, so it's important to know it's from the, the lowest point that we've yeah, seen. From the new because we see here, this is just over the past year or so. We've, uh, we've seen a couple ticks up, but it hasn't been from a low. Like at the, at the time they were lows, but now we're at a new all-time low. So and we've ticked up as mm -hmm. of the most recent report. Mm -hmm. So that's the first sign, leading indicator of a recession. Next, Brock, Brock loves this. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the yield curve. We've heard about the yield curve last year. It was a very common theme when the 10 and 2-year go inverted. Uh, that's usually a leading indicator that a recession is going to hit. And it's been inverted for almost the past year. But now it's steepening. Dive into what that actually means. Did you all hear about that? Like every person in our industry was like, oh my gosh, yield curve inversion, yield curve inversion. We're heading to a recession. Did you guys hear and that? And be honest, who even knows what the hell yield curve means? Does anybody okay, know what cool. it means? Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Dive into what it actually means. Because everyone was saying it. They didn't know what, the, what they were saying. Yeah. Like honestly. Yeah. Go ahead. So the yield curve is basically the treasury bonds showing like there should be a natural curve up and to the right. Because the longer you invest your money, the more return you generally expect. That's what should naturally happen in the yield curve. What had happened is that it had gotten inverted. So the shorter investment was paying more money than the longer term investment, all the way down to like a one year versus a 30 year bond. So you invest your money for 30 years, you make less money than if you invest your money for one year. That's like insane. It's so, that's a, so backwards. It is, but it's a sign that the financial markets are, sniff something, yeah. right? The They're, investors are uncertain of the future uh, long-term future, so they're, they're scared. They're exactly. So they're demanding mm -hmm. higher returns today because they still need time to assess what's happening in the future. But there was a lot of argument like this. I mean, it was like the biggest thing in our industry. Maybe we were just more attuned to it but for like a year. And the biggest argument was like, okay, well, the yield curve inverts. And what you notice is below this black line, is the, that's like a, an inversion. This means the yield curve is negative, uh, which is inverted. There's no like real sign of, of, I mean, it always eventually leads to a recession. You notice the gray bars, but there's no like time horizon. It's like, when does it, it happened twice here and then finally a recession came. So the argument was like, is there actually going to be a recession with this yield curve inversion? Because there's no real mm -hmm. rhyme to the madness. But what there is, which we identified just recently is when the yield curve steepens or flattens. So when things start to normalize is when you definitely hit a recession. And if you notice, as soon as you see this steepening, so basically steepening up this way instead of coming down here, every single time is right at the beginning of a recession or, or months leading up to a recession, steepening. And look at what we have right now. 
It hasn't been called yet, but historically, this would say that we're probably in a recession right now, and it will somehow overlap or land like somewhere about right here mm -hmm. is when that recession will come. Yeah. Move on to the next and slide. The, and the Fed, when, they, when, they call, when we call for a recession, we can be in a recession already. They can backdate a recession. So we could be- They always of, do. Yeah, we could be in the midst of a recession right now. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that doesn't mean we should worry, though, if we're in a recession. And we've probably all seen this graph before. But I pulled it out just yesterday with a client in a consultation, and it totally flipped the script on what they thought about housing. So because the media is exactly, freaking everybody exactly. out about the media is talking about recessions, and right. it's like doom and gloom. They talk about the Great Recession because that's what everyone falls back onto, and that home prices are just going to plummet. So recessions in the past, every single time, this this line right here, uh, this faint gray line, that's home prices. It's always gone up or stayed flat. With the exception other of except 2008. 2008. Exactly. But forget about that. That's nothing's exactly. the same. Exactly. <laughs> nothing's the same as it was back then. For sure. And then the blue line, that's mortgage rates. You notice something weird about this? There's no correlation between mortgage rates and house prices. Even here, as mortgage rates have spiked, so do house prices. It's, it's crazy how they don't follow each other at all. So this kind of, this slide, in my opinion, is like the epitome of our title which is facts, not fear, mm -hmm. because they are being just annihilated with fear. Our clients, so are we, right? It, it's scary. We have to have these conversations among ourselves in, in the team constantly, mm -hmm. making sure that we believe what we're telling our clients, right? Because that's probably the most important thing. That is like the epitome of it. Everyone's afraid mm -hmm. that it's just 2008 again. We need to understand, like, does everyone understand? I don't want to bore you with lame details. Does, by show of hands, who doesn't understand why this is very different than 2008? Sweet. Everybody understands. Okay, sweet. So we can explain that to our clients and then show them that graph. We could share this graph with you. That pretty much eliminates all the fear because it's like, who cares? Rates for sure come down historically every single time during recession. Home prices go up. Like, what are we worried about? What we're worried about is that headline you saw in the news and you failed to read the whole report, right? That's what they're worried about. So, mm -hmm. For sure. So... The, but the crazy part is the fact that our clients need to do is they should be afraid, but they're afraid for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's simple supply and demand, and you guys are all agents, you understand, like you look at the active listings right now, it's scary how low we're at for the time of year that we're at right now, and it's not going to get any better. Uh, 30, we're 31,000 units short, and that's from James Wood from Kempsey Gardener uh, of units that we should have to house all the formations we need. Uh, uh, one thing I like to, sorry, yeah. we didn't actually put that in the slide. Mm -hmm. One thing I like to talk about is we're still 31,000 units short. That was as of 2021, which is when that report was published. So 2022 may have made a dent, right. but from 2007 to that report in 2021, we only closed a gap of 26,000. So before it was 57,000 units short. And from 07 to 2021, we only eliminated 26,000 of that shortage. So, I mean, that's a lot of years for us to eliminate mm -hmm. more no, than, sure. than what was eliminated over that time. And some of these points kind of yeah. highlight this, but builders are slowing down. Like there is reluctance and a lack of confidence in building in a pretty big way right I mean, now. So it's Builder sentiment at an all-time low right now. And I mean, that leads to like, you guys, have, I'm sure we've heard about the bill SB 240. I like to call it 270 because it's not 270. It makes Brock mad. Uh, but SB 240, we think that's for first-time home buyers to get them to buy, it's, it's not for first-time home buyers. It's for builders because government recognizes, hey, crap, there is not enough inventory. We need to get some more buildings up so we can sustain, like, so we can catch up with- So we don't have 25% appreciation. Yeah, and for sure. It's not right? healthy. I mean, it's 
Uh, I, I, I don't know how I don't know total amount of funds. Ryan, you looked this up. Well, it was more than that, wasn't it? The the amount in the SB two forty bill that will be recycled. Fifty million. Yeah, fifty million bucks. Down payment, closing costs, Whatever buy the rate down. Anything. anything. It's, it's pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, sure. it is. July 1st. We have more details to come. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah. SB 240. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Sweet. So that doesn't even take into effect the amount of people that are coming into Utah. So we're expecting 35,000 people to come into Utah. No, that's what we've seen. No, that's, yeah, excuse me. That's what we've 000. seen. I think it's going to get the, worse. From yeah, here. exactly. The average household is about 3.5 people per household. So that's about 10,000 new households in Utah last year. So, but that doesn't also take into account the amount of people coming of age to buy it. The average is 27 to 33 year olds. We've seen another 19,000 people and then rates coming down. 19,000 in Utah based mm -hmm. on the population in Utah and their ages, 19,000 per year mm -hmm. becoming new home buyers, new households that are required. Every Correct. Year. And then every time the rates come down by 1%, that is 5 million more people that can afford to buy nationally. Well, Utah, we're like 1% of that national population number. So that's about additional 50,000 people that can afford to buy when rates come down, which we're expecting later on this year. So in one year's time, that's almost 80,000 people in the, in the housing market that were not in the housing market before. Right. All-time low inventory. Like, that gets scary. We're turning back into, like we said before, deja vu in a market where it's bidding war after bidding war. There's not enough houses to, for what we need. And like we said, year over year, 20, 21 to 22, mm -hmm. building permits went down 20%. I think it's only gotten worse since then way. with builders. And inventory levels keep, I mean, you guys all know this, inventory levels keep going down. I don't know what is on the MLS right now. Is it under 6,000 now? 6,500? Yeah, I mean, it's scary stuff. That came, we were just barely at like nearly 12,000, right? October. 11,000? It was like 12,000 October. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So some numbers here that the most homes that have ever been built in the U.S. were 2 million homes. We would have to build 2 million homes plus an additional 20% every year for five years to, to catch up to the amount of homes Just needed. to close the Just shortage close the gap. gap, the current shortage gap. Mm -hmm. Not accounting for, and there's some other data too that we could share with you with the millennials coming of age and it's birth rates that were 33 years ago and how many people were born 33 years ago. Moving forward over to the next like five to 10 years are the highest rates of people coming of home buying age ever in history. Mm -hmm. So like this just amplifies and keeps getting worse. And in Utah, I think even worse, like right with the Point Project and the Inland Port and these things that are coming, making Utah more of a big boy place to be like Years ago, I'm sure you guys traveled for business conferences. No one even knew what the, they're like, Utah, how many wives do you have? Like, it was a stupid <laughs> joke. No one, no one liked you have Utah, horns? Right? Are you Mormon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like crazy. Now it's like the place. I hear about, the, like, so many young people want to move here because the lifestyle and all that stuff. Like, we got issues. And this is stuff our, our people need to know that have the opportunity right now to buy and are choosing to sit on the fence because, oh, my gosh, home prices might go down next month and oh my gosh mortgage rates are too high it's like dude we need to find a way to solve this otherwise you won't live here with your family anymore or if you do you're going to live in like salem or nephi or something and your family lives right here in salt lake right i mean it's like it's a real real issue and this mm -hmm. is the fear the clients need to have not the bs media fear so yeah, and sure. by the way we can get this report for you guys based on any county 
or even a, a zip code. We can get a report, and it's way more in depth than this. Talks about a ton of demographics. Uh, we can get this for you. So if you want it, just hit one of us up, whoever invited you, and we can get it for you. Yeah. So, like Brock stated before, the with rates coming down, that doesn't mean it's going to be a straight line. There's going to be some bumps in the road. We're going to get a few inflation reports that are not going to be in our favor, and we know it's coming. We've seen data to show it's it's coming. Well, the reality is we've already experienced it. Right. And what happened? Rates ticked up. Oh my gosh, inflation was up. Some news report mm -hmm. comes out and it's something negative about house prices. What did our buyers do that were active? They're like, oh gosh, I don't know. I, you know what? We're going to wait it out another month. It's the worst decision they could make. It's like it's literally a, a matter of not life or death, but it's a matter mm -hmm. of like rich or poor yeah. or live in Utah or not. It's a really, really, really big deal. So we need to understand these yeah. opportunities that are presenting yeah. themselves. So the first opportunity that's coming up is just in a couple weeks, uh, the second Tuesday of April, we're going to get an inflation report that's not going to be in our favor because the way that the CPI works is it's replacing numbers from last year's CPI report. So last year's CPI report, uh, it's replacing March of last year, it was a fairly low number from the broad spectrum of all last year. We're showing so, you here. Yeah, yep. It's right up 0.3% month yep, over month. Exactly. So we might be above that. We might be right on par with that but it's not gonna look as good as we've seen previous ones. So it's gonna scare the markets. We might see rates tick up and buyers that are on the fence, they're gonna, they're gonna they're like, nope, we're not buying. But our buyers that we're talking to, we're like, hey, we're telling about this opportunity that's coming up. Yeah, you might have a higher rate. Well, that's why at Cross Country, like we're offering, there's, there's a free refinance for up to three years after. Cause we know it's more important to get in the house with an opportunity where you can get seller concessions. Yeah, we're putting our money where our mouth is. Like right. we're not just telling them buy for no reason. Right. We, we sincerely want them to buy so that mm -hmm. they have an opportunity to own a house and create wealth long-term. And it's an important mm -hmm. thing, but for understanding sure. these headwinds and like being able to speak to it even before it happens or warn your clients of it before it happens. So that when it happens, they're like, oh crap, Brock said that. And yeah. maybe I shouldn't go back on the fence and be worried and not buy. Yeah, at least. Okay, well, now everybody knows. Well, we suck. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so you get a any, free refi. Any mortgage that closes before July 1st of this year, free refinance for Well, take that July 1st with a grain of salt because it was April 1st and then we extended moved. it to July 1st. <laughs> yeah. So it's, we can only do it in three-month increments, yeah. but we're basically giving them a free refi in the first three years after they close a mortgage with Cross Country, if they refi with us, of course, right? Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, any type, not a construction loan, but that's a yeah. much different story. But yeah, yeah, any type of loan besides that. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, thank Perfect. you for bringing that up. Yeah, and there's another small window in August. It might, the, the window might've been closed by then because it's summertime. Well, and, and because you see look at this comparison. Yeah, exactly. Rates like inflation could, could be way I mean, down. no crystal ball here, but rates could be well, I mean, we could be in the fives by that point. So it could be easy. And yeah. it depends on how, if we see a recession, if this bank mm -hmm. crisis gets worse, there's a lot of ifs that mm -hmm. could happen in that duration. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, if we dive into a deep recession, like all bets are off, but rates are going to be down. We're probably going to have more unemployed clients, mm -hmm. but there will be a massive opportunity for, yeah, for people through that recession. Okay. So just to simplify, that was a ton of data. We want to leave room for Q&A and maybe some back and forth conversation that hopefully we can pull more out of this. But to distill down to the basics. Like, what do we need to understand? One, the media is and will lead your clients astray 100% of the time. It's their job, it's what they get paid for, okay? We need to be the information resource. So we need to understand it and be able to confidently portray this to our clients so they trust us 
to like if they if they get the fear from the media driven headline, they'll call us and say, man, I saw this. What does this mean? Like what what like, you know, what are the details behind this? We need to become that resource or the, the local real estate economist, which, again, we're going to be having that class again soon. Mortgage rates follow inflation. It's not the Fed rates. If the Fed drops. I mean, I remember when COVID hit, Fed dropped rates to zero and I got like 15 crazy. text messages in an hour. It's like, dude, I got a refi. Rates are at zero. I'm like, oh, no, they're not. You know, I wish they were, but um, they don't follow Fed funds. It's, it's, they follow inflation. Uh, in other words, Fed rates do not control mortgage rates. So clients don't need to panic about it or they shouldn't get overly excited about it either. Um, recessions equal lower mortgage rates, but not lower home prices. And housing prices are supported by systemic supply and demand issues. So if our clients think rates are going to be high forever and it's unaffordable, I hate to say it, but they're wrong. If they are afraid that home prices are going to go down, they're wrong. And that's supported by so many things. And the supply and demand issue is a, is a really, really, really big deal. Mm -hmm. So these are the big highlights that we think that's what it all means and what you guys need to understand. Yeah. Before our Q&A and just back and forth, if you guys aren't doing so, please follow us at Loans Will Elevated. everyone just pull their phones out and follow yes, us on social please. media right now <laughs> at Loans Elevated? We, a lot of this information we put out all day. I, I mean, every single day of the week that we're putting information out that we're researching. We've got a research day where we are, all of our team, we're head in the laptops researching data because we want to make sure that we're giving our clients the accurate information. And the beauty is it's always in bite-sized Yep. pieces not a big giant presentation and it's very it's not relevant. like it's like yeah. stuff that happened on friday is being released on monday or tuesday so it's a mm -hmm. good resource for you for guys sure. to help with your for clients sure. and you can share our data like we can tell the story to your clients for you if you mm -hmm. share our stuff so mm -hmm. for sure and then second please scan this qr code if you haven't already pull out phones and scan this qr code because we want to know what you guys want to learn about uh if there's something in the industry you guys are struggling with or something we can help cover let us know and we'll make that a class. And then in addition on that survey is a referral of a realtor you guys know that would find value in attending something like this. Give us their info too, if you're willing. And if mm -hmm. I guess tell us in the comments if you want us to keep it discreet that you shared their info, we won't tell them. Mm -hmm. Okay, for sure. Thank you for tuning in. For more industry insights, follow us on all platforms at Loans Elevated. And to get in touch with our team, call or text 801 713 4,000 or visit loanselevated.com.